comes. Kyanos, flesh comes. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain. Kyanos! Ease upon me. Ease upon me. 
power of His to come. You are the Holy Ghost. You are the Holy Ghost. You are the Holy Ghost. Power of the Ghost to come.
about 2012 what's the name of that message huh defining moment he said he was a pastor for many years but he has never worshipped until one day they were in a meeting and the glory of God came so strong suddenly he was taken up in an encounter and in that encounter what he saw was water everywhere and a voice was beckoning him to come on, come, come to me on the water he said I cannot step into the water real worship is like stepping into the water it's like stepping into the unknown and trusting that the everlasting hand of Jehovah will carry you there I'm not saying whether you have sang song no you have been singing songs since you were born have you worshipped <laughs> what people call worship concert there is no worship in it in fact, one of the proofs of real worship is that there will be a testimony. There is no real worship without a testimony. If you go through the scriptures, you will find out that all worship sessions that was recorded in the scripture has a testimony as a proof that this is a worship session. Because worship is not about the song or the event it is in itself. Worship is about a person. It's me a person. So the person becomes the object and any time we are able to relate with that object of our worship, the consequence is that a dimension of that object is revealed to us. And the revelation of that dimension of the object becomes a witness. A testimony. Huh? So when you come to the book of Revelation, and you know there are a few worship sessions in the book of Revelation, and during the worship session you will hear, the lamb he is worthy. And everybody was casting down their crown. You will find out that that worship session brought out a testimony. A testimony. A dimension of a testimony. That testimony is about the object of our worship. In that context, of course, our Lord Jesus. Eh? And the dimension of him that was revealed as a testimony during that worship session in the book of Revelation was, was redemption. The redemptive dimension of that person. So he said he has redeemed all men from all tribes and all nations unto our God. And he has made us kings and priests. You see, so the summary of that worship session wouldn't have become a worship session in the context of eternity and in the context of the object that receives worship if there is no testimony that came forth from that worship session as a con. Why am I teaching this? You know, <laughs> many of you have been organizing worship session, worship meeting. There was no worship in it. What people come and call worship session is that they come and enjoy themselves. And after enjoying themselves, some of those crying that are crying is enjoyment. You know, they felt distraught through the day and all the disturbance. So one of the ways ladies, you know, feel good is they come to, they sing and they, they, they cry and go. You will know, part of the way you will know is that there is no transformation in your heart. 
There is no conviction. There is no repentance. There is no... You didn't get closer to God. You left that place. As soon as you are stepping outside the hall, you began to do even more than you did before. If they ask you, what is the contact point between you and the spirit that you worship? You will just say, you just hope that there was worship. You just hope that somebody received. But... If it was real worship session, there is a testimony coming down to your heart by revelation as a witness to the fact that God has revealed the dimension. When you touch God, if it is worship, you will touch God. And when you touch Him, He brings a testimony eh, as a proof that a dimension of Him was touched. And check all the worship sessions. I mean, even from the Old Testament, starting from the worship session of men, Men like Moses, the songs of Moses, worship session of, of men like Miriam. Because Miriam is a female, but in the spirit, is a man. Men like Miriam, when they worship, they bring down a testimony from heaven. And even though, are you getting what I'm saying? You are not getting me, so let me leave it. Even though we can be saying different words, demon, but in our hearts, one testimony was born. So we can leave that worship session without saying anything. All of us know that the testimony that the Holy Ghost bore in our heart as a result of the fact that we touched the place of worship. So we are individuals, but we touched one testimony as a proof that that is the revelation of God that was brought down that day as a result of the fact that even though we are doing something in the natural, it captured the reality of God that is held in the heavenly. So... Our worship session became a worship session in heaven. So because of that, heaven deemed it free that you touched me. Let me reveal a dimension of me as a testimony. So every man will live there with that testimony. So sometimes we come to worship meetings and live with the testimony of repentance. It doesn't matter what you are singing. You will see people crying and repenting. You can just be saying, Jesus... Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Your presence makes me Everybody will live with a witness. Listen. Or it can be the witness of His holiness. There is one. I, I, I used to sing it those days when I was doing you. Once I sing it, 100% of the time, once I align, God comes. So some of you, you will not know it. For you to know it, you will, you will listen to my message. Oh, the one I preached during, I'm not sure he's on our telegram page. Is when we used to use Google Drive. Holy. You are holy. Son of God. You are... Who is singing it with me here? You must be an old-timer. <laughs> did you... Did you uh, where did you learn? Is he... Is he okay, you know he's somewhere. Then. Ah, you don't know though. Where you go, where you go, this guy. Where you go. We need to restore you. Ah. You are... 
play. Let me hear. Son of God, you are holy, holy. You are holy, Son of God. You are holy, worthy. You are worthy, Son of God. You are.
there is another one who now join. Lamb of God, you are seated at the right hand of the Father. You are holy. Holy, you are holy. Lamb of God, you are seated at the right hand of the Father. You are holy. God, you are seated. Peter, Peter, we need to hear it now.
First Corinthians chapter nine verse twenty four. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, but one what? <laughs> let's let's read it together. One, two, ready, go. So um. One day, may God grant you the grace to live a life sufficient enough for you to preach that last phrase. Huh? That last phrase is one of the most powerful things you can ever preach from the scripture. Because your born again experience is called the race. Is it not true? If you are an evil man, they will say, us, us evil. Is it not true? <laughs> it's a race. So he said, but meanwhile, that race is to obtain. He said, so run that he may what? Obtain. It means that there is a way you will run, you will not obtain anything. Aye. And the, the, the frustrating thing about running without obtaining is that you will look the same at the end game. Like the same person that did not attempt anything at all. Because um, there will be a few pecks around, along the way, you know. But the peck is not the price. The pecks, the encouragement, they are not what? The price. There is a way you will be pursuing God, going, 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 going. The price is not what many people call the price. As you are going, word of knowledge will drop. As you are going, um, uh, what else? Which one? Another gift. Huh? 
there is always a target in every um, season in your, in your part of spiritual progress. Hmm? If you have become intelligent, if you are not intelligent in... And um, in case you don't know this thing I'm saying, there are a few teachings you already have on it. Something like how to... Is it, is it not how to make progress in your encounter? Something like that. Uh-huh. So, something like that will help you to understand the rules that is written on your path of spiritual progress. If you are intelligent, over time you will understand how God works with you and how He's going to work with you. Hmm? You will understand the patterns and cycles of His dealing in your life. Huh? So you expect that this is the shape. I may not know the exact way God is going to do it, but it always takes this shape. It always takes this length. It always takes this. Are you getting the point? Huh? That it takes. Um, it takes that you have maybe a, a universal set of dealings and subset of dealings, and then sub subset of dealings, and that the list of your dealings takes, um, like for me, my own takes three months to mature. The list takes what? Three months. That is why you can never meet. I've said it many times. But some of you have stayed around me long enough to know that experientially what I said long time ago now, you now know it's true. You can never meet me at the same spiritual plane in more than three months. Um, I don't stay in the same spiritual plane in three months. If the last time you saw me is more than three months, be sure that you will not see me at the same authority. Everything would have changed. Huh? When last did we see physically? When last did you sit in bed pants? It has been long. So you have been left in many spiritual planes behind. As far as your relationship with me is concerned. So you need to upgrade. Upgrade fast. Hmm? So for some people it's three weeks. Are you getting the point? For some people it's six months. But it's not much. In my own opinion, it is never more than three months. The mini ones is never more than three months. Twelve weeks. Hmm? Is never more than so you will find yourself within that range. Hmm? If it is true, I should be expecting that one of the proofs of growth should be evident in my life before the end of three months. Hmm? And it might not be anointing, it can just be a test, it can just be a temptation, it can just be a trial, it can be something. Sometimes it can be a gift, it can be an abortion. Are you getting the point? Something must give way. Something must sprout at the end of th- every three months. Something must happen. Huh? Now, for you, if you become intelligent, are you getting the point? When you become intelligent in your path of spiritual progress, you will know what God has embedded for you. That You will know that within this mini set, that God has embedded something for you to obtain. So when you set out, eh, you can when the way we pray, you can have a witness within your spirit that within this period that there is something that God wants you to lay hold on. Some, sometimes, how many of you has happened to you before? You can't explain it, but you know. Eh? When such a thing happens now, 
people that are intelligent, one of the things they do is that they start seeking for wisdom so that they can tinker with their spiritual disciplines, their lifestyle, their surrounding in such a way that by the end of that mini set of a season, they would have what? After me, obtained. The implication of this is that every man that wants to obtain what is embedded for him within a subset of seasons of God's dealing in his life, remember there is a part of spiritual progress and there are things you should lay hold on, become. Huh? There is, there, transformation is not arbitrary. Transformation can be deliberate and sequential in such a way that you can, you can determine how much progress, the minimum measure of progress you should make in 10 months. Eh? If you can determine the dealings of God around you eh? and the disciplines that you need to tinker with to assimilate those dealings, eh? you can also, over time, you can determine what, should, what and what should happen. It is based on that that somebody can look at his life and say that in the next three years, I will be like this. It is not based on prophecy. As in prophecy like I saw myself where I'm preaching to nations. You are a fool. What should make you determine? It is what, even if you didn't see a vision, but you have been able to do spiritual mathematics. And you are able to solve the equation. And in the equation, you, you are able to balance. Sometimes it is simultaneous equation. Sometimes it's quadratic equation. You will solve first equation, three, four equations at the same time, and your target is to find out eh, what it is that I need to do, what it is I need to yield myself to, to be able to obtain, what is the dynamics of all that God is doing in this season. Because whether you like it or not, within that frame, there is something to obtain. Are you getting the point? So when you are able to solve the mass, uh, that is where wisdom comes. When you are able to solve the mass, you can say, ah, so this is it, this is it, this is it. For somebody like me, I will change the books I'm reading, change the messages I'm listening to, you know, focus on some things, increase more on prayer. Or There are some times, what you need to do is to increase more on fasting. It's not, now, I'm not saying you should reduce the one you are doing. There is minimum entry requirement. Are you getting the point? That is not the one I'm talking about. That one maintains your oil. I'm talking about the dynamics of obtaining within a season. If you have to me, say amen. Or should I leave this lecture? <laughs> so when you solve the mass, you will say, okay, this is what we should obtain. And in this month, this is the step by step. If it is true, hmm? I need to tinker with my NIVJ. Are you getting the point? I need to tinker with my studies. Are you getting the point? I need to tinker with my fasting. Sometimes all you need to do is to, is to increase your, the hours of meditation. Meditation. You just sit like this and be, you are meditating. Feel your Meditation is not astral projection. I mean you leave your mind open like this Some of you after watching movies Doing many things And all that Then you say let me meditate on the word of Christian 
Let me meditate on what? Ha. If you come back from market or if you finish forex, especially if you lose, that's not time to make. That time there is one song that's singing. What's the name of the song? Uh, that's the song that. That time you need to purge your system first. Eh? If you ever meditate, you will see demons in your dream. I hope you know it's in the scripture that by the multitude of your activities, your dream can be influenced. There are people that send me dreams. They say they saw weird demons and I'm beating everybody. When they say, I say, ah, okay. Wow. Hmm. Sometimes I will do like this. Hmm? I'll, once I check it in the spirit, I will say, OP. Hmm? I will throw it away. But if I say more than that, somebody will now say that anytime I do like this, that it means that that's not what I mean. Okay, let me stop. So that I will not discourage some people from sending. What I mean is, no, let me leave it. Don't be sending to me, you are blessed. In Jesus' name. Amen. So let me leave that part. Where maybe another season we will now touch it. But one received the price, so run that he may obtain. So within, are you getting the point? It is the accumulation of what you obtain within subsequent seasons of God's dealing huh? that will make you fitting and qualified for the maturity stage. Are you getting the point? Uh-huh. So let me use for you now. Don't on yet. I want to teach you you. Let's use forex of hundred people that we are doing this. Maybe only ten have evidence, pure evidence of maturity huh? in their dealings. You will notice that it be like say verse twenty five is a consequence of a quadratic equation or simultaneous equation that took place where in twenty four. It made you now decide that because of what 24 is supposed to yield for me, let me tinker with my life. That is what it means to be temperate. It means that this person has decided that he cannot just continue the way he is going. He has to manipulate certain variables around his life to the end that verse 24b will be actualized, which is what? To obtain. So the man that we obtain, eh, we have to solve a quadratic equation so that he will come to the point where he will know what he is going to. The Bible said, the man that strives for mercy, what? Is temperate. Another word for temperate is that that man is skilled in juxtaposing several demands that is captured within the seasons of his dealing. And of course, he's disciplined enough to yield himself to what it takes to precipitate them. So if you don't know, if you are not paying attention, that, that's why we come to bedpan so that even if it's one thing or a few things you go back with is skills, you are being handed skills the things we teach are not normal it's not just that you are teaching Bible teaching Bible and somebody is teaching and you are just like that now if you defy you but the dynamics are not opened up to you so the the grey areas which are the things that matter because sometimes what robs believers of growth is not that they are not praying, they are not doing but the gray areas, like there is insufficient light and wisdom in those gray areas where, where if it is true that you are exposed to it, those things, you know, when a skilled chemist is doing the work of apothecary, 
He knows how to mix the drug. Even if they give you all the ingredients, you might not be able to produce drug. Who is a pharmacist here? You are a pharmacist. Raise your hand. Now, wow. Okay. You are a chemist. You are a chemist like your father sold drug and you sold with him. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Some, so my mind is telling me somebody like that is here. My mind is. T- <laughs> okay, somebody said we should find them by power. You sold drug with your father or your mother. Raise your hand, though. Victor, you, I know. You, you sold drug with your father. I know. Uh-huh. My mind is telling me that somebody sold drug. Hmm? You see. Even if they give you all the ingredients to produce parastamol, you will not be able to produce it. Because there has to be extraction of different components. And it does not have, it's not just that you are told to do it. It happens at varying temperature and pressure. And you have to maintain certain ambience for such a thing to happen. That one, that one will take study. Is it not true? Mm. That one will take skill and study. If you are with me, say Amen. Amen. So, when you begin to look at this, you will see that there are many things that is at stake in our life. That if you are not careful and diligent, if you don't have a believer that wants to make much progress in God, must have a long memory in the spirit. You see, all this short, short distance memory that people have in fact, an average believer in Nigeria has short memory. Short memory in spiritual matters. To the intent that what God did three months ago, you have forgotten. And because you have forgotten, you will not be able to add one plus one to two to three to four. Are you getting the point? And you find out that what is happening in your life, even in October 2021, is still a continuation of the encounter you had in February. But if you don't have long memory, you will not be able to connect the two. If you are with me, say amen. amen. So in between that, many things are happening that looks as if they are not part of the whole thing. Until the final one will happen, you will say, you will now come and tell me, Papa, actually this thing started last year. Some people tell me that. Actually, it was last year, December, that it started. You, are, you have a short memory. In their own mind, they will say it started last year, December, and then it happened again last month. In between that last year and last month, you are the one that is not intelligent in spiritual matter. You, are, you don't have memory long enough to accommodate what is happening between this, this end and this end. And you think that what happened in between is inconsequential. Not knowing that all those things are part of the end day. And the fruit or the results, the benefit that you will have at the end is dependent on how much you took advantage of the in-between. If you are with me, say Amen. I didn't hear you. If you are with me, say Amen. amen. If you are with me, say Amen. Oh. Amen. Now, if you go to the book of um, First Kings, First Kings, First Kings chapter 18, one of the things you will find out 
and the contest that took place at Mount Carmel. How many of you remember the Mount Carmel contest? Where Elijah said, um, answer me by fire. Answer me. How many of you like to say, answer me by fire? The way you are looking at me. Jehovah Yiroku. O Yiroku Dikuwe. Jehovah Buneze. Jehovah Buneze. Jehovah Yiroku is in lantern, lantern fire. That one is protected. Are you getting the point? You cannot do it like this. Is it not true? Uh, if you do it like this, it won't go off. Huh? Are you getting the point? Mm. But uh, you are just protecting the small one you have. You are afraid. There are some places you will not go. If you see charm, you remove your leg. You are just very careful. You don't want to expose your and do some things. Because anything can happen and collect your fire. The day your glove break, your fire will what? There is another one. The one, the stove fire. The one on the stove is still what? Fire. Yes. The one, the one with wood is still what? Fire. Still fire. Which one are you? Or can you? Thank you. Come and find Mike for this, my sister. <laughs> she has an answer. You say your own is what? Huh? <laughs> huh? Do you know what Satan did? Satan came to Jesus. You know that temptation? Let me say it the way it actually happened. Huh? That first temptation. He came and told Jesus, eh, We have been hearing that you are parading yourself. Oh. We heard that somebody is parading. We are not aware that. You know, so I came to check. Are you the son of God? We have been hearing somebody saying he's the son of God, he's the son of God, he's the son of God. So what I'm, I'm here today to check whether that story and rumor I'm hearing is true. Only for them to touch you. Meanwhile, you are saying, I'm the son, I'm the son. The nun touch you, is scandal. So, you see, Satan, if, if we just tell Satan and he believes, but he doesn't believe, so he will come and test. Hmm? One which, where they learn, will come and come and then he will come and lie on top of you and hold your neck. You'll be doing like this. Ah. When you now wake up, you now be say, Fire, fire, fire. Fire inside Satan is oppressing you and your fire. You need the fire baptism. I don't want to go there. <laughs> you need a fire. Some demons will come, they mistakenly touch you. They will be burnt. A, a man of God prayed in his room. Prayed till somebody entered. He prayed after finished praying. He left. Dressed and was doing other things. Somebody entered the room and said, Now this place is smelling like fire and prayer. Inside your room, smelling prayer, 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 prayer. Sometimes we pray a prayer. 
You pray till your clothes will be smelling. Pray everything. You fast and pray till Satan will be looking for. He will be afraid of you. I told myself the truth on time. Because I used to shout fire seven times. Did you not shout fire seven times? What now happened? Shout fire seven times. When you finish, I'll even finish and use your. This is the way I do it. Fire, 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 fire. I cover myself with the blood of Jesus. And then I'll, I, I will now sleep. What they will do to me that night. The other night I did not say anything. Nothing happened. How many of you have happened? The other night you did not say anything. Nothing happened. That day you said something. You say, you might, you, they, if you say you wise, I'll be so. Then then I have my what? Tomorrow, you know what you do. Don't say anything. If you go to the book of First Kings chapter 18, what you will notice there is that um, Elijah locked heaven, took the key, put it in his pocket, and escaped. Huh? One man. What? Locked heaven. Put key where? In his pocket. And then left. They were looking for him everywhere. Nobody could see him. So when he returned, he told them that we will unlock. But before we unlock, let's come and have a contest at Mount Carmel. When he appeared at Mount Carmel, huh? he told the, the prophets of Baal to do their own. He took one side. He has been fasting, but on that day on Carmel, he was not fasting. He was busy enjoying himself. When they finished, he said, pour water. In case you think because if it was not for the water, people will say, uh, this one. He said, pour water. When they rebuild the altar, pour the water and all that. He said, answer me by fire. And then God answered. And then he called Ahab and told Ahab to mount your horse. I hope you know that the king's chariot is, is made up of the best horses in the land. I hope you know. The strongest, fastest. And it's still the same today. What's it called? Air Force One, right? How many of you know what is Air Force One? Do you know what it means? You should know. Hmm? You know what is Air Force One? Why? You know what is Air Force One? Shinikemo. Do you know what is Air Force One? Do you know what is Air Force One? Do you know what is Air Force One? Aina Kati. Rahadash Meriam Toka Do you know what is Air Force One? Uh huh Air Force One is a particular You want me to ask you I will not You want to use me I shine <laughs> So that's the 
the aeroplane that carries the United States president. That Air Force One now is specifically and specially built to carry the president of America. You cannot find another aeroplane like it in the whole of America. It's the fastest, strongest. Fabi, they will allow you to build something like that. I heard that there is another new one they are building. That that one, if the war spoil, you know, go spoil with them. This this recent one, you know, they said the one Donald Trump and other one used is will be phased out. That there is one they are building now. They said it's anti doomsday. They don't know what is doomsday yet, <laughs> but they said it's anti what doomsday. It means that if there is doomsday, on Earth, that what they call doomsday is nuclear, whatever, whatever, that one will survive. So what, do they, what I'm trying to explain to you is that that is a typic, typification of the presidential, presidential chariot. That's what Ahab mounted on. And then Elijah said, run, or God, run. The rain is coming. Who is Elijah? The guy, you know, he has, you know, what you will notice in that Elijah experience at Mount Camel is that it's not as if everything, he has dealt with everything, but he knows what it takes. Are you getting the point? He knows what it takes to bring down the rain. So even though he has not done everything, he told him, be going me away. So when Elijah left, he told him, be running to the, run to Jezreel, run. Elijah ate, Ahab ate, sorry, and was running, and then Elijah turned and took his head and put here, and said, where is the key, O God? Where is the key? Where is the key? Where is the key? And the watchers, the heavenly beings that held the key, the holy ones, they, are, they, they began to hear some voices. They said, this voice is, is a, um, um, a consistent feature around our circle. Is it not true? Let's assume that you are not inside this hall, you are outside, they lock the door. And you heard somebody praying in tongues. Huh? If you have stayed around this sabbath for long, won't you know the person praying? Why? He is around us. He is a constant feature around us. Huh? There is a way you will pray. People will know you are from or connected to Revival Hub, whether you have come here or not. Once you go somewhere and they are praying and you do, and take position and bend your shoulder or do many of those things. They will, say, they will tap you. So it will mean that it is when Elijah cried, people that should respond knew his voice. That is, remember he said before God, who my son, and all those, and all those. But that's not my point. My point is this. I'm still teaching the price for divine election. I'm trying to show you something. My point is this. When Elijah, when Ahab ran out, Elijah went back and groaned. He was not interested in the fact that Ahab used the presidential fleet to run. And he's running with that speed. No human being in that land will be able to catch up with Ahab again. Guess what? The Bible made us to understand that Elijah didn't just catch up with him. Elijah arrived at the gate of Jezreel before him. Have you not read that place? 
if you ask me, eh, bro, if you ask me, I will say you should go and stand at the back. No, be so. Mm, you are blessed. So, meanwhile, this man was running with the presidential fleet. Amen? And another man was running with leg. He said he gidded up his loin. After he traveled and groaned, he gained a superhuman speed such that the fastest means of movement in the land became nothing compared to that man at that state. There is a vision. Give me sound. Is all this thing I'm telling. I'm reading runes from the spirit for you with a teaching. I'm reading prophetic runes for you. Hmm? There is a vision. This vision has persisted for a while. Now, one of the things that the person saw is that there were three people on a track. Hmm? And those three people on a the track, they are supposed to brace the tape. Huh? One was on a fast car. The second person was in... Are you with me? The second person was on a motorcycle. Then the third person was on foot. Brothers and sisters, who we arrive first? So they started the journey. Because obviously, it, uh, uh, the person on foot is completely disadvantaged. Aside the fact that he will not catch up by his speed, eh, he also has the tendency to be weary and, and tired. Is it not true? But when the race started, the first two, the bike and the other one, took off with speed and they were moving. Eh? What that last one on foot represented, he took Elijah mode and went and put his head between his knees. Because as of now, that was your advantage. Because if, if you want to catch up with your... Let me... Are there intelligent people here? If you try at this stage to catch up with those your friends, you cannot. They have gone too far. You have to change to Elijah mode. That's why we groan. He told the help, be moving. I'm coming to Jezreel. The day we break the tape, you will see me ahead. Why? I have found an alternative system of movement. Huh? Meanwhile, everything is spelling disadvantage in the natural. But in God, there is an advantage that is made available for us. And in the meantime, it will seem as if we are making backward progress. It will seem as if we are stagnant. Because with that pace that Ahab is making, with the presidential fleet, hope is lost. Huh? Seven times. Elijah said, go and check. And he put his head in his knees and vowed not to raise his head. Vowed not to leave his knees until he has gathered enough weight. Until he has gathered enough impetus in the spirit. So that by the time he leaves, he will live like a rocket. Like a star shot into the heavens. He will live. Jesus name. This is the end of my prophecy. So, let me... Oh, you don't know I'm prophesying. Let me leave the rest. So, let me continue from my teaching. Remember the first one is alignment. Amen? Is it not true? Now, whenever you speak about alignment, let me... <laughs> Some guys, they are lost with this, my prophetic session. Uh... I'm a prophetic teacher. So, if you listen to me, it is not just that you will have understanding, you will have direction. 
There is a lot of code, code in what we are doing. That's why many people that are trying to follow us, listen to, and they don't want to pray like us, they will just be floating. Floating. There is a few benefits that they will get, but not, not the deep ones. Hmm. So, anytime you hear about alignment, it has to deal with the will of God and the purpose of God. Say after me, the will of God and the purpose of God. So, every the purpose of alignment is to bring us to the point where we are our purpose is one with the purpose of God and our will is one with what? The will of God. And um, it, many a times it might take several things to bring us to that point. Are you with me? Mm-hmm. And it might not be easy. Huh? It might mean us sacrificing a lot of things depending on how far we have, we have gone away. How far the tangents have taken us away from the point of God's will from the point of God's purpose. And there are many people that are building castles. But what they are building is Babylon. The anointing they have is Nimrod. And when the anointing came upon their heart, they are building castles. But that castle is to take them directly opposite to what God has ordained for them. And if God is still interested in their life, and the mercy of God is still abundant, one of the things that the Holy Ghost will do is to scatter your life. Satan will scatter your life. So at that moment that God scattered your life, you'll be confused and we say, What now? Should I depression, confusion, everything? It is now that you are being helped. At that moment, it's not time to do many things. Eh? This is time to turn and seek the face of God. When you seek him long enough, part of the thing that is happening that time is that they are rearranging some things. Oh boy, you don't go far in different direction. We gather you back. Then when we have gained alignment, then God can when God begins to use a man that have not gained alignment, many a times along the line, you will find yourself in different tangents that is not fully representing the purpose of God. Are you getting the point? So you see people that are not aligned to the purpose of God, some of them become governors. They are good people, they can come to people like us and pray. They say they have vision, God called me to, but they are not aligned. Or they are just good Christians that is willing to do many things. That is good. So see, pray to get. They are. They like prayer, but it's to get them to where they want. Is to service what they want to do. Those kind of people are not in alignment. Huh? If by any reason they find themselves there, Babylon will catch them because there are still tangents within their soul that have not aligned properly to do. I tell you that even at Gasamene, may you have many Gasamene experiences, so that your your will can be aligned to the will of the maker. It is there that he will be sure that he owns you. Are you getting the point? It, it, it is at Gasamene he was sure that he owned you. He owned you. Because at that place the cry is not my will, but what? Your will be done. Let me stop here because we have touched it. What's the second one? Huh? Capacity. Capacity is fundamentally crucial and important. As a matter of fact, as I used to say, God does not give a man what he wants. He gives you what you can what? Can. Mm. Mm. Jesus said, I have many things to teach you. But there is no capacity. Many years ago, 2012, 13, 14, 15, 16, each of these years, anytime I fast, and do something. You know what God will tell me? He will tell me, eat and drink, for the journey is great. 
Meanwhile, I'm fasting throughout the year and praying. No sign, no manifest, no chichi. No oil came. Even palm oil did not drop. Money batuko. Money basically. You know, you know red oil. The one that has been used to fry. It has lost alignment. Even that one after five it nothing was dropping. Guess what? In the spirit they are making many they are taking many good for you. Because the demand of that season is capacity. Sometimes I mean capacity. A season will come. <laughs> if you have not developed capacity, a season will come. You will be so you will be so busy eh, that if prayer has not become a culture in your life, you will not pray in one month, you will not pray in two months, and the anointing will be flowing. You are not getting my point. You will not pray in three months, eh, and your gift will be sharp. You will sleep with women, sleep with if are you getting the point? If you have not developed capacity for holiness, capacity for discipline, eh, you will sleep with ladies and still the prophet, you will still be seen. And one or two things will happen. Are you getting my point? That will mean that what you have been doing is just to touch something in God. You have not made these things a lifestyle. There is capacity to live the character and the lifestyle of the kingdom. As of that point, it is not something we do to touch something in God. Prayer has become a culture now. Are you getting the point? For such a person, no matter how busy he is, no matter how tight his schedule is, he can squeeze out time in between time. Eh? Knowledge. Eh? So they began to teach the things they have. And as you go in God, you will have experience. And when you have experience in ministry, it means that you can know how to manipulate your way through circumstances. Are you getting the point? So a man can run for one week, no prayer, no fasting. No studies, no nothing. Eh? And he can still be bamboozling people. Eh? If he comes, if he's somebody that has the key of um, of um, worship, the person will worship and say something, say something if you are gifted. Some of us that have grace in our trans, we say something, say something, and the place will tear open and things will happen. Oh God, you are dry. Now, if you have no built a culture, eh? With, you will look at yourself after five years. You will be a shadow of what you used to hold high. Because for you, I say you don't know. You don't know yet. Stop looking at me. You will become, as of that point, you will start discouraging people. You will start telling them it's not about praying like this. Because as of that time, eh? You don't pray like that, but a lot of things mightier than the one that is happening in the life of the person praying is happening through you. So you assume it means that you have attained to a point where there is no more need for prayer. Eh? That is the beginning of your fall. Now, you might not make certain kind of mistake, but surely I assure you that other kinds of mistake that you never envisage that is surrounding that realm that you have found yourself will be happening. I can't go high, deeper than this because some of you don't have no risk. Let me reserve it for later. Amen. Now, follow me. That is why I tell you that for us, prayer is a calling. Fasting. But it's not something where, let's assume there is no pulpit. We continue. What can you do without pulpit? 
What can you do without ministry, without calling? Those things, eh? Make it a lifestyle now. Eh? And a season will come. I tell you the secret of how I survived transition seasons. This is the secret of how I was able to pass through the seasons that should have crossed me. Because, let me give you an example. One of the systems that support, eh? should I say it? One of the systems that support my work with God is retreat. Retreat. Once, once I feel a heat like this, bah, the next thing I do is not to talk to any human being. I will shut down and go to retreat. I have done it for so long. I have done retreats for so long. For so long. That Satan knows that to challenge me in a certain way means that he wants me to grow. Because I will stay in that retreat until I hear God. I'm not, my retreat is not like two days, three days. No, my retreat is indefinite. Until God speaks on the matter, I will not come out. If I'm tired, I will come. Rest. Go back. If I'm tired, I will come. If you are certain, will you push that person to that point again? Because if you build your life in such a manner, huh? you cannot give yourself to that kind of retreat and come out the same. So the Satan that pushed you to that place will always regret the fact that he pushed you to that end. Because the, the consequence of pushing a man to a retreat is that the person will come out with more of God. He went in weak, discouraged. Seems as if you are getting depressed. You are confused. What is happening in my life? But when you go into that retreat, once you touch God, you come out. Sometimes when you come out, you look at Satan and say, Where are you? I cry. So the same things that you are afraid of, something happens there inside the secret place. The situation might not change. Eh? But one thing I assure you of that you will change. In certain circumstances, the situation will change. And you will change. But in others, the situation will not change. But you, you will change. In certain other circumstances, what will change the situation is you changing. So when you stay in the secret place, in that retreat, what will God do? He will change you. And in changing you, when you come out, the situation will change. Because the man that is meeting the circumstance now is not the one that met it before. He went to the secret place and he was changed. He became a man that can counter. If you are with me, say Amen. So if you have not built it as a structure, you can grow. Eh? You are a motivational public speaker and all that. You know you read books and got to a point where, where if you are called for certain engagement, do you need to read again to speak? Why? You have say, Look at what he said. I've mastered what he said. You can't master this one. Eh? You will have to depend on God all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. See, the, I'm telling you how many men of God missed it. How they missed transition. And when you begin to feel that you have gotten to that point where I'm like this, this one, I'm like this. Another season will come and you will fail the test of transition. Because when the Holy Ghost fell at the day of Pentecost, as far as that regime was concerned, Peter is the, is the God. So when another opening within the agenda of God came, and God told him, Peter, kill, eat. What did he say? Not so, Lord. And at that statement, because they, at 
as far as the work of God is concerned within that frame, Peter has mastered it. But there is another opening, and God is told Peter to come and take take him. Um, what's it called? Huh? No, the one that interview. They interviewed him to know whether he's a qualified candidate. They interviewed him. They said he said not so long. Uh, they cannot force you. Huh? If Peter exposed himself to the same system that brought him to where he is, this is what. Many years ago, I listened to a message by Reverend David Ogwen. I will suggest some of it. How to survive the last days. That's one. There is another two. I've forgotten. If I remember it, I will send it to you guys in our WhatsApp group. Now, that message, hmm, he said God taught him how to survive transitions. That he got born again in the holiness movement. Huh? The holiness movement of the late 70s and early 80s. Are you follow me? Follow me. He survived the holiness movement. Faith mo- Guess what? Do you know in this apostolic move, revival move? Did you notice something? The man has resurfaced again. Is it not true? That means whatever he taught us was correct. He told us what I'm telling you. Hey, listen to me. Hey. And people are sitting before him. They didn't hear. Thank God he continued speaking because it became obvious that his physical audience was not the end of his audience. That men like us were captured within the speakings of God that came out of his vocal cords. When I listened to him, I was saying, Are these people listening to him? Because those days, my mother is here, my siblings, all of them, they know. I don't listen to him. What I do, I drink him. When early in the morning, <laughs> early in the morning, I will pour him in cup, in a cup like this, and I will be drinking until what I have. And I asked him, you know what I told him? He says, sir, just what you have. I said, okay, go and download our messages and listen to it. He said he has listened to three of them. I said, oh, I said, okay, you are blessed. So the guy came. Two months later, I don't know whether he thought I forgot it. And said that this one happened. I went to the, what I told him before and highlighted it. Put a finger like this. I put my hand like this. Go back to and address this. He left me. He said yes, sir. Left me. Came back one month later and said, I'm dying now. I just need a touch from you and I'll be revived. Guess what I did? after me capacity you see you know those people that receive talent do you know the basis for their receiving the bible said that God gave everyone according to his word several abilities that ability is capacity chapter me capacity so as, as we are in query side God will be measuring if you like don't develop capacity Very soon there will be distribution. There will be offices. There is transit. God will not give a man beyond his capacity, even if he wants. Are you getting the point? So he will give people two, some three, some four. Based on what? 
you don't know you, you, you are not hearing me he gives based on capacity what is your capacity when I heard it I said I would give myself to study I came back from youth service my mother is at the back and they are waiting for bread and the things that I bought if what I'm saying is not true my sister is here come and take the mic and tell me that it's not true I will apologize I came back no normal Ghana must go there is this one that they use I don't know what they use that one this one that is black and white or whatever that is this size ash that very large one books my Alawi they finish for books my Alawi they finish for books I carried it as I was coming back they said they were rejoicing they were rejoicing that I came back with only to open it and see that his books inside Edward McHenry Bound Charles Grandis Infinity huh? Smith Wigglesworth the cry of the spirit hey! You know, there are people that have, they have, there are people, eh? They also did this thing that I did. Eh? They have a lot of books. Hmm? But, I'm not, are you with me? They have a lot of books, but it's not read. It's for decoration. When, when you buy it, something is, te- something is telling, is making you comfortable and satisfied. Me too, I have bought books. I have bought books. Hmm? You have many books. Are you getting the point? How many of you, you are like that? If you think I'm talking to you, then I'm talking to you. For two years, I was... My mother is here. She stops me. Are you hearing what I'm saying? You know my house now. She will carry me on bike. <laughs> That's the day that... She will carry me on the bike and stop me at, at motor pass. You know this this your junction here, and then turn and go back to. I will now take the remaining two to roundabout. That's where Newi Divisional Library is. I will go there. Of course, you will be fasting. How can't you be fasting? Hmm? How can a man survive without fasting? And then I will be. I will be the first. I will enter the library. Enter inside. Inside. Now people are saying <laughs> I went to Portacourt one of the, they said one of the pastors said this boy you are too young hi this small boy he is a small boy I'm sure that that man is not more than 4 years older than me physically but he felt that there is much gap that's how those hi I suffered them those small children that used to take jab, how many of you read at Newy Divisional Library ever in your life you how many of you? Even on the jump, I'm pursuing me. How many of you know now? Uh-huh. So I went there and one day one of them said, Do you have a, a chemistry pass question? <laughs> Do you have chemistry pass question? Somebody that has finished his services uh, and it's not four years course like you that I did. In my own opinion, all four years courses is a waste of time. How can they give you a certificate after four years? When I know they have you. guy wants to find me here. Huh? If you did five years, 
that will manage you like from five and then six. Eh? <laughs> Somebody said he's not carry over five years. <laughs> no, that one is attack. I mean five years like engineering, like architecture, like all those ones. You are you went to school. How do they give people certificate after four years? How many years did you spend in high institution? No wonder. Some people are not happy with me. I don't care. So they asked me. Some and in small small days they they now ask and say, Do you have chemistry pass question? Something told me. One voice told me, You see you, Mumu boy. Then a library I did not come for two days. I have to encourage myself in God. And then I start because my hunger, my desire to develop capacity is stronger than what they are saying. It it, it touched me. It touched me because that day as I went back, my mother said one thing that raw pepper inside. Even though she what her what she's saying is good though. But it doesn't matter. For that moment is pepper they rubbed inside my wound. I was praying in the night. Oh God, I for me. Some of those prayer you are praying are in the too. Is not, is not prayer. Guess what? I did not hear anything. God did not say anything. I like David. I encouraged myself in God and stepped out. Continue reading. What I, I, I don't. My success rate is not much. But I average three books every week. Three books every week. Three books every week. And I did it for a span of like almost two years. And in 2016, I had an encounter. And God told me, now, face prayer. <laughs> Let me leave that point. That's not my point. Amen? Because... That 2016, he told me to face prayer. What he told me is to do six hours every day. Six hours. There will people, will, my mother, everybody will go. I will be in the house. I will do first three hours, then second. I was developing my own personal capacity in prayer. Stop calling for prayer meetings. You are listening to me. Stop calling for prayer meetings and you are not praying. You are a liar. You are a thief. You are fake. Go and tell them I said so. Anybody, all these people they are calling for prayer, they can't pray. Leave them inside, they are struggling for 30 minutes, but they are shouting prayer up and down. They don't have an altar, their altar is full of ashes. Bring back the fire. It's no fire. That's why all of them will come for prayer meeting. They are sleeping because the man of God that comes for prayer meeting doesn't have a prayer altar. If you are guilty, say, Jesus, forgive me. Now, if you are angry, <laughs> if you are angry about what I'm saying, you need to repent. I believe that. Do you know why I pointed there? I believe that nobody here is guilty of it. In Jesus' name. Is it not true? <laughs> Some guys are laughing. Are you calling for prayer meeting? Meanwhile, you are struggling with one hour. 
At least I know Mr. Chika. He's a man of prayer. So he calls for prayer meeting from his prayer altar. Huh? If you default, angels will hold you. They are recording your name now as I'm saying it. Facebook is deception. All those pastors you are seeing, they don't have what? Don't have what? Meanwhile, they want to speak to nations. They are forcing themselves from Facebook to touch nations. From where? You need an altar heavy enough. You need capacity. Kapunte kati. Fakatabarate. When they put you on the scale, you can run for one year and you have not touched the... You have not touched... See, let me tell you. Some of the time I finish meeting, some of you will think something happened. I, I never used more than 20% of what I came with. Never. Any meeting you see me from, I gauge myself. Eh? I, am a, I am a calibrated being in the spirit. So I measure... I don't use more than... Once he pass, once he pass 80, 20%, eh? I will end the meeting and come next time. Because I have planned to last. You, you are using... And, and some, 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 some pastors... Is not young minister, even old minister, especially old. Eh? I'm talking to you. You will have to hear me. Old and young ministers, they are using reserve well. And they are going for crusade with reserve well. May the Lord forgive you. It's reserve. So if immorality struck, they go shake. Anything. They are using reserve. Guess what? They are speeding on reserve. And they even put... Fuel on reserve. They even put AC. You know AC uses fuel, and they are using AC on reserve. Eh? And they are behaving like, like David. Sometimes you go mash him, mash him to the floor, and cruise around. And go to my mother's shop and say, "Mommy, we greet you." Gary <laughs> Mbola. <laughs> And somebody will be behind the window. <laughs> it's a great mommy. If you are on reserve, don't greet mommy. Be on your way. Get to your destination. <sighs> Let the people that have here what? Here. Because this one is heavy things I'm communicating. Amen. Um. I will start one today, but I will not be able to finish it. Amen. Heart posture. There are seven postures of the heart that a man needs to sustain to be able to... have what it takes to be fitting for the election of God. Let me just read the scripture. Acts chapter 13, verse 22. Acts chapter 13 verse 22 and 23. So in case I was, I'm not able to finish. Okay, let me just read that scripture. First, said, And when he had removed him, he raised up unto them, what? David. To be their, what? King. To him also he gave, what? Testimony. And said, I didn't hear you. And said,
It's just one tenth of us that read it. Let's read it again together. One, two, ready, go. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. The key here in this Savior is the man what after my heart. So what made are you getting the point? Was David born like that? What are the condiments in this man's Remember the emphasis is where? The emphasis is where? Why did God choose him? Say heart. Because if he said anything physical, Eliab would have been qualified. In fact, we will not need to get to Eliab. Saul is a head taller than any man in Israel. When you look at Saul, you say, Ay. In fact, Saul is so fitting physically eh, that even when he's seen repeatedly, Samuel went to intercede for Saul. It was God that told, look at me, it was God that told Samuel, he said, stop praying for this guy. I've rejected him. You remember now? Stop praying for him. I've rejected him. Go to the house of Jesse. And anoint. When Samuel, remember who is Samuel? Samuel is a different kind of prophet. He's not like other prophets. In fact, when he was small, and as he was growing, the Bible said that God never allowed any word that is in the mouth of Samuel to what? Fall to the ground. He is a, a, the highest order of prophet because he... Samuel, many prophets only function in the prophetic office in the old covenant. Eh? But Samuel is the first person that functions in the office of a prophet, a priest and a king. Are you with me? You will say it's David. No. It was what Samuel functioned on that he imparted David with. Because Samuel was a judge. Are you with me? In the season, you see, Eli was a priest. He was not a prophet. Eh? I tell you that even Samuel can make mistakes. That's why, let's be humble in query sight, brother, within a season. Eh? That's why, I, if not, I would have read out to you the remaining. It's nine in number. Should I read it for you and then we go? If you want, I will read it and then we go. You will know it and still may fail. You will know it and still make mistake. So don't because if I say you say I, I know, you don't know, my friend. You are a novice. It's not I'm not communicating letters to you. It's spirit and life. It is from the womb of prophecy that we are bringing up utterance. And thank God for grace in revelation. Thank God for grace in insight, in understanding, in utterance to be able to pass across what is a burden in the heart of God. In such a way that the spirit will be communicated. The letter will be communicated. And understanding and light will come upon the hearts that are winning. In Jesus name. Can we get back? Huh? If you are somewhere and you are anointing people in this generation. Look at me now. Will you anoint me? Say the truth. Huh? You have anointing already. <laughs> you have anointing already. Oga, you are saying another thing. Okay. Let me, let me, let me do practical. Hmm? Mr. Chika, come. Amen. Oh. You will see what I'm saying now, practically. Mr. Chika, come. 
Where again am I going to call her? The people that look like men of God. <laughs> come on, Cario. Uh, you know, Seth, and you are hiding. Come, come, come and stand. Be fast. We want to teach something. There is a guy that has much. Come, come, come. Uh, stop looking at the back. You come. <laughs> Aha. <laughs> Come and stand. Who am I going to choose? One more person. The people that look like it, male or female, it doesn't matter. You are calling somebody, you are you not? Come and stand. Mrs. Osakwe, come and stand. So, we are looking for people that are fitting. Uh-huh. Amen. No? Chapter me, squad. Look at these people now. Forget that you know me. Huh? If you don't know us, and they say choose the person that is fitting now to be the leader. Let's use simpler one, the easiest one, the practical one of revival of where choose you by physical look. Point quickly. Uh-huh. Then second. Second quickly. Third quickly. Fourth quickly. You see. Are you following the point? We are how many here? One, two, three, four, five, six. Out of, out of six, I'm not fought. You are not getting the point. Let me leave. I just showed you a mystery now. This is a normal guy. Eh? So he is expected that he will make, but even Samuel failed it. So he's not. Are you getting the point? Meanwhile, this is physical outlook. David was somewhere in the wilderness positioning his heart in such a way that he can carry it. He was small in the natural but in the spirit he is a man of large heart. How do I know? Look at when they contested against Goliath. Every man escaped. Is it not true? But look at David that doesn't know how to use a sword. It became obvious that his strength is not physical. 17 year old boy said that we, I will tear this uncircumcised Philistine. Who are you? I know, see, if I, let me die. But I cannot allow the lost people to be carried into captivity. When he stood, heaven stood with him. Because even though he was small in the natural, in the spirit, his heart is large. Hi. That's why the scripture said, I found the man after my heart. You see, as of that point, he was willing to die than to save his king. God is permanently attached to people like that. Hmm? At the end, they will not die. People that are afraid of their life will be the ones to die. When David appeared before Goliath, he said, who brought, who brought this? Eh? What did he call him? No, there is, no, there is what he called him that he will eat him, whether they brought what for him to eat. I've forgotten what. So, as far as David is concerned, he's meat. Eh? Imagine you standing like this. 
and an eight or nine foot man is standing with brooches and you say I will kill you what will you kill exactly you can be seated amen we need to focus on the heart because if we go beyond if we live inside eh, on the outside we will be so disadvantaged there are many many more people more qualified than the natural I tell you if you say it's because you can speak well because you are a good speaker do I speak as much as Joshua make we give a mic make we bamboozle everybody here huh Okay, get mic for him. Let's prove. Get mic for him. You see what I'm saying? Are you getting the point? But say after me, the heart. See, David saw a bear and a lion, and it's just one sheep. If I'm the one, I can't risk my life for just one sheep. Let the bear carry it. Let me save the 99 or the rest that is remaining. Are you getting the point? Why will I risk my life? Me that. Are you getting the point? I own all these things. I am in charge of this. Losing one as against losing my life is not worth it. But he's willing to go for one. That is the heart of a shepherd. Huh? Sam, tell me the heart. You will pray a prayer today. Give me the heart. Number one, eh? in the postures of the heart that is fitting for divine election, number one is humility. Number one content is humility. Number two is patience. We will stop here. And we will continue tomorrow. Can you pray? And as you go back, you keep praying. That the God will give you the heart that is fitting. Pray for one minute. Everybody, pray for one minute. Give me the heart. 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 I know what joy has filled my soul. Something. And now I know He touched me and made me whole. And He touched me. He touched me. I know what joy has been my soul and something happened and now I know ask God for a touch in your heart something happened and now I know Touch me, me and he touched me. Trust me.
if you want to there are a few things before us if God is moving I felt that there are people following us online and here physically and you want to sow and give God sacrificially and you are asking what is the project that we have we have two projects before us one is that we want to acquire land and it will cost us several tens of millions if God is moving in that direction that's good another one is that we want to get a ministry bus if God is okay they are displaying our um, account details in naira and in dollars if God is moving you to get a bus for us whether it's Hayas whether it's Costa if you cannot get it only yourself and you want to partner with one or two people it's also good Amen we'll be trusting God I'm trusting God that we should have a ministry vehicle before the year runs out in Jesus name you don't need too many people what people need to see is to come and see it Amen um, next week next weekend on the 5th and 6th that is being Friday and Saturday of November right we will be in Abuja for an apostolic invasion I think this is a place to try what happened in Lagos last week what happened in Lagos no when they were booking the hall they said that um, who are the people that will be in this hall that is large that is 1000 capacity and all that by the time I entered the hall around 2 huh? the hall was jammed there was I say in Lagos not at Newt there was no place for people to sit and they were sitting on the ground. Some of you saw the video and the picture. And then there were people were sitting on the staircase and then there is people are sitting outside over four. Is it not true, Elijah? I said, what is this? It is not the people that is the problem. It is the density of the atmosphere. It was thick. With all due respect to Lagos people, they are not used to heavy things. But somehow the atmosphere was strong enough to sustain even the weakest amongst us to survive the nine hours. It is obvious that they did not do it by their own strength. We are coming to Abuja. We are bringing the witness. See, it is not to organize program, no. If you know the amount of prayer and fasting that has gone into... See, people just... It's not an invasion because one man is coming. It's an invasion because a troop of heaven is invading. And a lot of people are already calling me, telling me that they are coming. A lot of my friends, pastors and every and people. It is a sign for that city in the name of Jesus. And after Abuja, we are coming to Portacot. And after Portacot, okay. After Abuja, we are coming to Umahia. And then after Umahia, Portacot. In Jesus name. You see, any good people that are not serious, so who we'll postpone their own till further notice. Some people are telling me when will you come to me? I say we have been at Enugu already this year, no be so for three days. Some people don't want to agree with me. I don't care, my friend. 
But on the third and fourth of December is Sisters Conference. Clap for Jesus. Amen. If you are a sister, you cannot miss it. This is where secrets are opened up. Don't just be moving like this and moving like this. There are secrets. And I believe we'll, some people are, are already crying that we should. They, I believe they will touch one or two things on relationship. And then, have you not asked the question? How can one person be here? And all the responsible young men are saying they want to marry one person. What is that? There is a secret, my friend. And you don't have to be the most beautiful, the most whatever. Okay, the team is the Holy Ghost. After me, the Holy Ghost. And that is Abuja Apostolic Invasion. It's taking place at the chapel. The people that came before, that's where they did the last nine hours or whatever. Public Service Institute beside National Open University, Duse Junction, along Kubwa Express Road, Abuja. Amen. The details are on the flyer. In Jesus' mighty name. So, um, I think um, we have confirmed the presence of um, Pastor Chukwemeke Zuka in the Sisters' Conference. Amen. Is somebody that I have known for long that have experience in this matter. Is not. He has raised many people. One of the people he raised is even his wife. He raised his wife, married the one. Aiko Rahasa. Adi, with the brothers be allowed, who said to, I have not permitted that one. Them secret, you need to hear the secret so that you might go there. It they want to use you and play football. I think I will be there too. Let me tell you. One of the things I will teach you people in that period is how does a sister transit from a normal sister to somebody that is a minister? Because have you not noticed that is a big challenge for sisters that have calling? How do you transit from a, a vibrant, burning sister praying to so how do you transit into your ministry and calling now? Because that's where many people now dropped. Drop at the end when you are in campus demon, you have more sisters burning for God. But when it's time to step out to active ministry, you have more guys. How do you how do we surmount that problem? Do you want me to solve it? Something happened. You know me, I believe I have. I know you will not believe it. A sister met me and said that I look very gentle in the face. But I'm too hard. That I'm too that hey, that I'm hard. Oh. The way I handle people is too hard. That my face is deceiving people. Is good. God is a blessing. So that you might go come and say, Ah, 
this place will be comfortable. We'll just be clapping and worshiping, and then we'll be enjoying ours until when you now come, we bring that hammer. We knock into ship. Hey, yes. The way you are going, will you have ended up where God is going? You are going zigzag and you want to continue like that. That's why you are here, my friend. You need hammer. It's because they are petty. The, the person wants to fulfill destiny, but you want to be here. The Lord loves you so much that, you know, it's not about, you need somebody that way. Um, so, you ladies, you need help. You know what your destiny wants and you know where you are going, but you don't want to hear what will take you there. You want to hear just just look for somebody that will accept you the way you are. God loves you. Anything anybody is saying to bring you down, don't allow anybody to bring down your self-esteem or to bring down your words. And that God loves you and that's all you need. Everybody have to come into the circumference of that love so that you will be a partner in your destiny. Somebody say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Madam, Madam, go and walk on yourself. You are smelling. The odor you are carrying is chasing people away. I'm, nobody is telling you. Me, I'm telling you now. Uh, I have anointing to tell you. Uh, you won't like me. So, are you sure you will invite me? You are not ready to hear my message. But it will kill you. The medicine is painful. But if I chew, who is the nurse here? You know how to chew people need to love And it's painful. But you tell them, don't worry. It, it will cure you. Sorry. It, it, it's painful, but it will what? I know it will cure you. A question. It will cure you, whether you believe it or not. Yes.